Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Friends. With benefits. Friends. We got the friends with benefits. We got the friends. Friends. With Tashio and Betty Bombshell. <laughs> friends. Hello, friends. Oh, hello, friends. Oh, my mate. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going well. That's going well. Time. Good time. Uh, what's What's happening? Just a balmy evening, isn't it? It it's is. It's a cheeky, what, 29 today? Yeah, so it's about 45 yeah. in this room. Yeah, this room's yeah. a bit hotter than normal rooms. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's because we've got all the, the flamingo lights and yeah. such. Nah, they're all LEDs though, mate, oh, you know? Not, yeah, no, it doesn't omit as much heat. See, oh, I have learnt something today. You're welcome. Yeah, You're welcome. I'm just a friend with many benefits. Hey, that was a nice segue to nothing that we've <clears throat> good going well this week uh, super well so what that's it, tash what have you been doing i oh what have i been doing it's not been as hackers as every other week that I we've know. been like we haven't been at fringe you know what i mean yeah, we've, we've just got, been like got nothing to say maybe we're at mount gambia you know what i mean yeah yeah I mean, they're the dreams right you we're know those regional gigs we fucking love those regional Man. gigs always a good time reach for the paddock Re- I don't know. we had our student showcase this weekend we did and it was the best time it was such a best time they did so well tash and i did some yelling in the audience yeah um yeah. and i pretty sure i lit up no i did uh with my torch on my phone yeah no you did. Our students that came into the crowd and I was like, they deserve to be seen while they're doing it. And I was like, I've got this cool little karate chop thing on my phone that turns on the light. And I was like, poof, poof. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah. It was quite yeah we were literally like the mum in Mean Girls when they're doing the Jingle Bell Rock. And yep. like she's in the aisle just like going along <laughs> with them like Jingle Bell, Jingle. Like, and yeah. And you all know exactly what we're talking about And right if now. you don't, fucking watch Mean Girls. If you don't fucking know, watch Mean Girls. Good. It's pretty much what brought me up as a person. (laughs) Concerning. I mean, it'd explain a lot, wouldn't it? I mean... I I do know that Jingle Bell Rock song really well now. That's true. I mean, I mean, festive. Great. I used to try and sing it like Lindsay Lohan, (laughs) because I used to think she was the fucking hottest babe. I mean, who didn't know? She was bloody... Like, she was goals. Mate, she was the goal. Because you know what? The thing with Lindsay Lohan was, was that when she was a kid, she was in the parent trap. So you wanted to be that kid then, because you were like, bam, they just made her a twin in the movie. And you were always like, I could have that happen to me one day what? I could be just made into a twin in a movie. Do How what I want. cool would that be? Do and what I then want. she just followed us. She just followed us throughout adolescence. Do you think that now <laughs> yes. are we going to become her now? I think uh, we already have the, mate. Oh no, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that has happened, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't gone to court yet, so that's She's gone to court a yeah, lot. Yeah, same. No, I haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been arrested. Have you? Yeah. What did you do? Oh, uh, I said dick loads. What? I said dick loads. What to a police officer, I said dick loads. Just the word dick loads. And you got arrested. I got arrested, yeah. In, 
Brisbane Raiders? Ah, uh, 100%. Why did you say dick loads? Were you like, no, nah, there's not dick loads of Maccas around here. <laughs> to be fair, I said, the only reason why you're fighting, my friend, is to pay for the dick loads of roadworks that are around the place at the moment. I was getting And they like, arrested you. Yeah, I was pretty drunk. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I got a I got a notice to move, a drunken disorderly. I had yeah. to sit in the in the beat, in the police beat for like three hours. Um and the entire time Yeah. How have I never heard this before? Well, it's gonna be in winefulness. This it is was also in these things take wine. Time. Yeah, it was also in these things take wine. But I've seen these things take wine. How well, do I not remember this fact? Maybe I was too drunk. Wow. Maybe I'd had too much. But wine. it's gonna be in my new show, so that's, that's all right. Fucking it's so amazing. Coming back from the dead. I almost got arrested once. Really? I shoplifted a disposable camera (laughs) from the reject shop on Burke Street. No. Yeah, and I walked outside and because you're like, oh, I was like 16 or whatever. P.S. My family know nothing about this. So this is (laughs) hilarious. Uh, Walked outside. The guy came out and was like, excuse me, you're going to have to come back inside. And I was like, okay. And then we went back inside and the cops came and I was like, my mom's going to be so angry. So he gave me a warning. I had a warning on my record for like. Something weird, like seven years. Damn. And I remember the fucking day that I was like, I'm a fucking free bitch. <laughs> that record has been sponged oh, off my yeah, record. Yeah, yeah I oh, am a record. So we're just a cut the crims, really. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly. God, if you want to stop listening to the podcast, now's a good time. You found out all of our secrets. Why don't you just skip ahead, really? Yeah, that's true. That's probably a good idea. I do that a lot on podcasts. You know when you can go 15 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm or double like, time. No, 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 no. They're no, like, no, oh, no. this oh. bit at the beginning where Tash and Betty speak shit for fucking five minutes for absolutely no reason but i feel like that bit was quite cute yeah it was good we just like had a revelation truth bombed the fuck out of yeah. that and I we mean, learned stuff about each other as friends and it's only going to get better from here i mean i hope so i also hope i so. don't think i have anything else <laughs> <laughs> well i definitely don't because i've just been locked up in this room uh this very room that this we're very in. room that we're in i mean the studio i mean wow Studio, studio, oh, studio, studio. That's studio, how big studio, it is. Studio, studio. Echo, echo, echo. Hardwood floors. Ah, uh, cat hair everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've just been in here Where's writing my show. That's what I've been doing. How's it going? What's your show? Tell me everything. Boop, boop. Uh, yeah, it's going good, actually. Um, I'm pretty much there. Uh, it's called Winefulness. It's uh, the merge of uh, being mindful and also drinking lots of wine, having mm-hmm. cats and liking yoga and just generally, uh, you know, trying to find a better way of living your life in harmony. So correct me, this is these things take wine, but like the deluxe. Up. Yeah, it's like these things take wine. It's like adulting, but like it's like the grown up version of the two of them, sort of. It was of. like the Terminator of the. Yeah, and Terminator 2 was a much better movie than Terminator that's 1. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's so it. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Where can we see your show? Oh, you can see it at the Butterfly Club. Uh, when's this coming when? out? When? When? Oh, yeah, it'll be the next week after this comes out. So the 4th to the 9th of November, but not on Melbourne Cup Day. At what time? At 8.30. Wonderful. So good. I love this for us. Oh, I love this for we us. We chatted for longer than normal. Yeah, we did. No, it's but right. uh, it's probably time that we introduce our friend. Because yeah, I, think people, I think people are going to think that we don't have a friend here <laughs> this just time. We're just like, oh, it's hi, a I'm the new friend. Hello, I'm the friend. I'm a friend. I'm in the corner. Someone else is here. No, that was just Tash and I. That was just Tash and there's I. There's a laugh. There's, there's a laugh. laugh. Look, there's someone else. Okay, laugh. And while we're talking, laugh to prove... And then life go now. Go now. See <laughs> how it's there. That's it. See? Uh, it is time amazing. for me to introduce our latest friend. Well, a friend of mine for a very long time. Latest, fr- we latest just met. friend? Yeah. We just met. 
Yeah, well, we didn't have Woolies, anyone. mate. Like, <laughs> we went and got some chips, and we we're like, "Oh, you look, oh, cool. you look cool." We went to Woolies. We were like, "Yeah, no, no, no." Well, we did go to Woolies, though. We did go to Woolies. It was, yeah, it was a great. That's time. true. That was yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time to introduce a friend of mine for a very long time. Met her in music theatre school. She's been in professional musicals. She's been on TV. She's been touring around the country, be doing desperates Damn. in a very, very hot pink wig all yeah. over the country. Uh, give it up for the one, the only Belinda. Hannah Reed. Crackers wild, crackers wild. Hi. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. How are we this evening? So gracious. I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that whole chat. Yeah, you did the whole like, how are you going? Yeah, just popped in. Everyone You didn't hear the door shut. Everyone has. (laughs) I've actually noticed that every podcast, everyone's like, Oh, hello. It's like I haven't been here Hi, the whole time. <laughs> Hi, you, my name is... No, that's... Yeah. I don't think people... Well, maybe people do realise, but like that our friend is just sitting there the entire time watching us talk <laughs> Staring, shit. I'm staring at you both. I'm 100% sure that the <laughs> listeners know that. Actually, if they're like, whoa, imagine they come from? <laughs> Didn't even hear any footsteps. Bloody sick. <laughs> no, um, Hey, Belle, how are you? What's been going on? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Um, what's been going on? All of the uni yes. and all of the teaching yes. uh, and the quote unquote uh, portfolio career. Oh. Uh, port- portfolio. portfolio career. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, like doing my master's. What and are you doing your master's in? Doing a master's of music, majoring in performance teaching, darling. Oh. Uh, and retraining as a classical singer, yeah, which so- has been interesting. Definitely, like because for those for those of you who don't know, uh, Belle and I went to music theatre school together. Yes, we did. Queensland Conservatoire. Oh, it was. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, please continue. And uh, and yeah, so you've already done a music degree. You've yeah, gone back did. for more. You've gone yeah, back into the cesspit of conservatoires. What's going yeah, on, mate? To me, cesspit of conservatoires is the name of this podcast episode. Wow! Oh my god! Yes, the cesspit of conservatoires. Conservatoires. Well, to be fair, like they've moved the entire conservatory of music, Melbourne Conservatory of Music, to the brand new gorgeous building over in Southbank. Oh, you might have seen it's just behind the recitals, and no, 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 except oh. for my course, oh. which is still at Parkville. What? Um, which is a lovely old building but because they kind of I don't know it feels like they left it in a big hurry it's just full of mice and rubbish oh that's no. terrifying yeah that's like it's just our course there art horror film yeah there's like 45 people in my course and I think early music is there a couple of days a week and other than that I don't know who the fuck uses that building wait, it's wait, a wait. beautiful early old music there's just a whole degree about early music early oh no not not no 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 the no funny enough there is a whole degree about early music and that's like like baroque music Got it. and that's over at the new building where they've got all the harpsichords but no early <laughs> early music Music of education. Of course. Um, oh, early yeah. Education. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. okay. We listen to music at six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> is it only for five-year-olds? That, that's when I. Heavy. That's when I indulge my my guilty pleasure for for country music on the tram in my <laughs> headphones. Um, yes. Tell us why. Tell us why um, you have gone from performing a bit of music theatre to now going back to uni and teaching and doing classical voice. Oh, it oh, kind of started as a bit, a bit of the same way that I started doing uni at all, which was, uh, uh, oh, I don't know, I should go back and do some training because I was doing musical theatre for years as a hobby, like yeah. through my 20s. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 27, I was working this office job that was awful and I was bad at it, um, but they were nice. <laughs> and then they offered me they offered me a lot of money to quit 
Because, oh, um, yeah, the company yeah. got taken over. And voluntary redundancy. Fuck, that's stunning. Will you take so $13,000 to leave? And I was that like. That is my dream. Yes. So I paid Always. off a bunch of debts, bought a car, moved Fuck. to Queensland and started doing an acting degree. I was like, maybe I should do this for a while. And did it for two <laughs> yeah. years. Then there was a musical theatre degree started. I'm like, I'll do that for a while. <laughs> and did that. And then Tash was like, move to Melbourne. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I really have been a passenger in the ship of my own life um, for much of it. Uh, got down here, did five years of auditioning, couple of shows, bit of TV, um, wrote shows with you, mm-hmm. wrote, you know, a solo show to it, it, did Desperettes, of course. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, kind of went. Oh, it's time to get some more letters after my name. Yeah, no, that's mostly because I really want to have more letters after my name than I have in my name. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to be good one of those. Goal. That's yeah, good. Mm, I yeah. That. What happens when you reach the goal? I don't know, but I'll have a lot of hopefully um, hats and and <laughs> oh, like the, um, <laughs> I want a Tudor bonnet, man. I want my PhD just so I can wear a Tudor bonnet. Nice. Have you seen those ridiculous floppy things? Yeah, oh yeah, they're great. Oh, I want that's one. so unnecessary, and I, I love it for you. I was doing this performance teaching course, and they kind of went, "Well, what do you think the like the holes are in your in your pedagogy, like in in what you can teach?" I'm like, yeah. "Well, I can teach musical theatre because I studied that, and I can teach jazz because I studied that, and I'm like, I can't teach classical." And I've been trying to for the last six months, so maybe I should do six months of classical. And then my teacher, um, who's amazing, Antoinette Halloran, she's great. And yeah. I just kind of stuck with her and she's like <laughs> – the other day she was she was singing something and she goes, oh, that sounds almost classical. <laughs> I'm like, but not good classical. She goes, it has the potential to be good classical. <laughs> no, but that's such a breakthrough. Bless her. I, mean, I know. This is a positive for everyone. I, it was. It was like, It was a beautiful moment, yep. but it just made me laugh so Gosh, hard because it's massively teachers. hard to retrain. I didn't think yeah. it would be, and it ended up being. So, yeah, yeah. The, the sticking with it is kind of stubbornness and masochism. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. No. Yeah. You said that you've done um, uh, music theatre and TV and things and all this jazz. What have you run us through? What's what's some bits and pieces? Oh. Because a, a reoccurring kind of theme on our podcast is obviously we talk to industry people and show friends and a massive thing is the many hats that we all wear, the many, many things that we do. There's not just like I'll only do a daytime so oh no you You know you can't that would be actually amazing if anyone's out there and needs me i'm available but (laughs) what talk us through the timeline how did you get like where and what have you done and how did you do it start with tv or musicals uh well tv kind of happened first for me after uni and when we say i've done tv i've done literally two shows and one ad like it's not that's not a lot of tv majority of the people Um, and they were all in 2014 it seems that was my year uh and then we didn't do anything after what did Um, you do i was oh i was i had a tiny tiny one line part on a abc we call that a bit part ladies and gents yeah a bit part 400 times more than anyone else on there you know it it was well abc is not great money but it was an abc sketch show called it's a date um it was great and i did um a couple of episodes well i was in a couple of episodes i had like four days of filming great for winners and losers oh stunning um oh my god I think I was in that TV show as an extra oh many years ago. Oh my god, it was many years ago. She wouldn't have known you. She would have been too important. She had a bit of part. It was so it was hierarchy. It, it was the, it was the season finale where um Fra- where Virginia Gay for, uh, character Don't Frances. ruin it for me. I haven't seen it. No, <laughs> Please, please. I was the I was the I was the um oh my god. So I was the. Uh, 
What do you call it? Midwife. I'm really good at this. Um, I was the midwife when mm. Francis, uh, Virginia Gay's character, has the baby. Right. At the end of season five, I want to say, I think. Can't believe there was five seasons, but uh, sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> I know, so uh, anyway, so she – and um, I had a couple of scenes. I had to go in and take the gas off her because she was, like, having too much of the gas and I had to, like, fight Virginia Gay. Hell yeah. Um, like, Did you do, like, briefly. combat training? No, Damn. no. It was like a two-second grab the thing off her and try not to punch her in the face while I did it. Damn it. Uh, and then I had to wheel. It was filmed at this old hospital out at, I don't know, there's a suburb in Melbourne called Notting Hill. Did we know yes. this? What? Yeah. There's How a, did you? You're not from here. No. There's an old disused private hospital, which sounds yeah. creepy, probably is. Um, <laughs> but when it's filled Let's with people with night. cameras, it's uh, fine. But yeah. we went out there and we, that's where we were filming. I probably shouldn't give away locations for shit. But nah, the show doesn't get filmed anymore. We only losers. have one. 1,500 right. listeners currently. So, Ooh, wow. I mean, we've only got 1,500 people listening just last week. 1,500 people, Ugh. that's amazing. I anyway, um, so, so yeah, no, the, oh, and I had to wheel the, like, there was a proper hospital trolley bed. Oh. And usually you got at least two people on those in a real hospital. Just you. But to not ruin the shot, it was me <gasps> wheeling. Wheeling Virginia Gay to bed around corners and trying not to crash into cameras no, and desks. That's that is so stressful. It was so and and also I had things to say. And then and then the th- bit that I love the most was when she has the baby and we had like the baby. So because Wait, because one of the because one of the actresses was really sick. Um, I was basically told I had to swaddle this baby. Oh shit! Um, and I had these lines to say that was like about the measurement and oh. stuff, like the five things that the nurse says about yeah. the baby. Anyway, so they taught me how to swaddle. I've never swaddled a fucking baby, and I so they it's taught. Really good. Kind of sounds like you're murdering it, like swaddling a baby, <laughs> smothering a baby. Right? Much. It's very. I mean. So the baby's like, there's a heat lamp. It's the middle of winter. It was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So first of all, the baby wasn't in the room for the first few shots because there was an actress who was really sick and it was a two-week-old baby that oh, hadn't shit. had all the shots. Brand new. So I was swaddling a doll and yeah. they arranged the shots so that she could be in them yeah. and it would just be a doll. And then they had another set of the same shots with a stand-in for her, so just an over-the-head yeah over the oh shoulder my God. shot and a real just baby. Just really quick, stand-ins do not get paid any more than an extra. <gasps> Thank you. There we oh go. My I work god. in casting. Don't worry about it. Oh my god! <laughs> and there's then, a hypercoaster um, in Queensland. But then they gave me the actual baby, and the actual oh, then the actual baby is like this too. And the thing is, like a newborn baby is apparently real squishy, and yeah. you can just wrap it up. Yeah. A two week old baby is like motherfuckers. I'm here, and just like it has no interest. <laughs> Has no interest in having its Star arms fishing. and legs wrapped in a thing. Also, it weed on me. That's the first thing it did. <laughs> oh my god, that and is. And I had to change so my scrubs. Slash. And then I forgot all my lines. And needless to say, I've never been employed in television sets. That is wild on winners and losers. That's it. I really Sorry, Jonathan Braff, if you're out there. <laughs> I really find it Love interesting the degrees that they go to on film and TV sets and whatnot. Like the fact that they were like, we'll do these shots from a particular way to protect this baby from sickness. Like if it was like a cabaret show, they'd be like, yeah, so if you hold the microphone at the bottom, it electric shocks you a bit, but don't worry about it. <laughs> but Just literally, don't move. Do you remember uh, 2016 when we were in Edinburgh? Yeah. They had like the caves and everyone was getting really sick from the caves and there was a show with the baby in the caves. Yeah. It was like mold spores and shit. And there was a definite risk of real proper bad illness. Yep. And they had a show. And it was just the show was watch a baby for an hour. Um, that was the whole show. Not going to lie. Kind of want to get together. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in the case. You're like, what the fuck is going to, what are you going to. It's like that show, the gorilla one. I think it's John Bennett. Uh, that old does mate it. sitting in a chair yeah. rocking for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then loses <laughs> its shit and gets out of the chair. Like, and then everyone's like, three. Two, and he just gets up. 
No, that's it's it. just the biggest anti-climax. Remember at Adelaide Fringe yeah. looking into the fucking Yukio and we were like, <laughs> it's going to happen. And then he just got up and everyone was like, oh, anyway, let's go home. And we just like got there at that time where like he was about to get on. We we're like, cool. So we just saw the whole point of the show in one minute rather than the hour that you all just spent sitting there watching a gorilla Bloody in a wild. chair. What? Do you reckon one day I could be the gorilla in the chair? 100%. Would he let me? Yeah, just ask John. All right. I'm sure he's John, suit. if you're listening. John Bennett. Uh, so really, that, really I would keen. not get into a gorilla suit if you paid oh, no, me it's in like Adelaide. In the suit, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Forty degrees. Yeah, in a it's tent Adelaide in a John, suit. I take it back. I take it back. I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. I'm not surprised. All he does is sit there. That would be the most hellish hour. Just Correct. Rocks back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this last week. It was with bad shoot. enough with those fucking wigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant. So you did a little TV situation. Yep. Where Where did you go from there? Uh, then I was doing cabaret stuff. Then I was doing uh, Ich bin ein Belinda, a oh pun I'm still very proud of. Um, I'm and obsessed <laughs> with that. <laughs> and then uh, we did the Desperettes yes. uh, for three years. We did the Desperettes, or mm-hmm. two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, while, actually, it was while we were in Adelaide for. Um, uh, Fringe. Yeah, we were in Adelaide Fringe for Desperettes. And I got a, an audition call. And it was like, can you be back the day after Fringe? So Fringe Why do Party I remember was. Remember this because I think that was like the Adelaide Fringe that we started that hanging we became out. Friends. Yeah, I feel like I remember this happening. Yeah, so I got off at an audition. Uh, it was, it was the auditions were like the Monday, Maybe. Tuesday, and I said I couldn't do them because Adelaide Fringe finished on Sunday, and we had a show it's Sunday so night. Much. And I'm like, well, I can't get back for Monday. Mm. That, that would be Unless impossible. You fly me. No, I was driving out of my car. Oh. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't find out about it till I was there because yeah. we were there for a. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, so I just said to them, I was like, well, I can make Tuesday, but I'll be driving, literally driving back yeah. Monday. And they were like, yep, okay, cool. And I was like, okay. And that Never was say a- that to a casting agent because every time we'll go, great, what time? Every time we'll go, yeah, the fantastic. That's just wonderful. don't even... No, it's terrifying. No, it was great though because I mean, it was. I was asked to audition for this musical, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Um, and I went and auditioned, and then I got it, and that was my first professional show, and it lasted a week and a half, and it was Brigadoon. Brigadoon, yes, Brigadoon, which actually was a beautiful thing to be a part of. And, Amazing. Uh, where, where, when, how, who? Uh, two thousand seventeen. Stunning. Uh, State Theatre. Oh, brilliant. Um, which is. Fucking massive. Yeah. Um, and really quite shocking when you stand out on that stage and you go, okay, that seats two and a half thousand people. Two and a half thousand people. That's like yeah. more people than come to my shows in an entire season. That's, like, that's my entire Edinburgh Fringe I'm not, say, I'm not <laughs> saying we sold it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying the options were there. I'm just you know? saying there was that many chairs. Rash, rash. <laughs> that's wild. So you had a week run of Brigadoon. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then Amazing. Um, off, I guess, with the same production team and same company, I... Um, Auditioned for Boy From Oz. Yeah. And it was another audition. I was not going to go to that audition. I was having Why? a real I was having a real bad performance anxiety. No, I can't do this. No one loves me. I had a lot of no's. Like, you get a lot of no's. Yeah. I mean, something that yeah. we literally talk We're, about every single week on this podcast of the the nose and the inner saboteur and the yeah. thing that tells you mm, don't. and I was like I was What's like I'm not gonna point? get it I'm not gonna go like that's it you you cancel yourself out before you even get there and yeah. you're like why would they pick me yeah why? and then half an hour before it was meant to, it was on in, it was in Richmond and it was probably an hour before I just went do you know what just just go just go just do you it you know these people it'll be nice to see them again at the that's very cute. least yeah so I went you know got up I dressed up I showed up. And they cast me, which was lovely. And then I got 
um, sort of a minor lead role in Boy From Oz, which was on last year. That's so, yeah. Nice. so, yeah. so yeah. That's the thing. Like, you can never you, – you can't you get cast know. if you don't go. And the That's worst a, thing that yeah. can happen is they go, no. That's it. The worst That's thing that happened is you were doing what you were doing before. It literally, you go home, you have some dinner, pop on a cheeky episode and go to bed. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. That's the worst yeah. thing. And but, yeah, we, we psych ourselves out about it all the time. Constantly. I, like, I have not been to an audition in so long. I've auditioned for a band recently, which I got, thank you, no worries. Uh, but, like, I don't actually go to, like, nice. auditions unless I know that I'm in with, like, a 90% or more chance. I don't think I could ever go back to music theatre auditioning. Like, it actually terrifies the hell out of me. Now that I, like, write my own stuff, create my own opportunities. 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 It honestly is something that like terrifies me still like I actually don't know how you put yourself through it like it's crazy I think it's just force a habit now yeah you just you go I mean, and uh, you, you get to know the people it. that are there and that's the other thing like I've been for a bunch of auditions recently and it's more like I go not because I think I'm gonna get the show <coughs> but because like hello I'm people- still here yeah, hi, I'm still here. Also, <clears throat> hey, friend that I literally only ever see at these things. Mm. Mm. Um, that's it's really nice to sort of say hi and because you know you don't you don't get to go to every show. Musical theatre is expensive. It's so um, expensive yeah. being this biz. It's, it's so expensive. Yeah, if I was to buy pals, fuck. If I was to buy a ticket to every show that I know someone in, it would be a thousand bucks a week. Oh, oh hard, hands yeah. down. I, yeah. That's why we have artist passes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should just be like, okay, how do we feel about this? I feel like we should just have like artist passes. Like if you're an artist. like I already love just, what like, you're saying. Yeah. We just all get to go to each other's shows for free. Like I just feel like you get like a thousand dollars credit a year of like things you can use on your artist pass. And don't and, like, be dodgy. Yeah. You know, not that anyone would, but like you get two tickets. Yeah. To be fair, Mia, the the uh, the 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 union, yeah, um, they do often have discounts if you ring up box office and say I'm a member of Mia, yeah, and they'll often have like really cheap tickets. I'm talking free. No, <laughs> I just mean like, but like, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, you know, that's you've got like a sweet fucking yeah. show, and people oh, like, oh, baby, I want to come see you, but I can't. To be honest, just most come. of the time if someone reaches out to me and is like, hey, look, I really want to come see you and I don't have money. I just fucking throw them some cards. Oh, I, I do not care. Every back, time. Like, I'm like, bitch, get yourself over. I would rather have an audience of friendly, lovely people than a half full audience of people that are like, what is this? Literally, what, yeah. what's the what, point? What's going of yeah. on? Right if now, the seats aren't going to be sold, then you may as well fill them with faces that you love and totally. love you. Totally. Well, that's it. Not everyone can afford the flipping ticket. Like, during Fringe, I'm like, you want 10 comps? 10 comps it is. Don't worry about it. Get in the 10 comps. like, well, you guys are sold out. And you're like, hey, hey, hey. secret. Why are you giving away our Also, secret? just PS, for those of you who don't know what an artist pass is, uh, an artist pass is basically when you do a festival, you get a pass and you get to go to every show for free. Uh, most festivals are like that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Most venues will let you do that. Um, some venues won't let you do that in Adelaide <coughs> Fringe, but we won't talk about that. It's fine. It's Shade really, corner. really big. Just gardens. a really big garden that just won't. Anyway, uh, so, but it's a really, really great opportunity if you are going to a Fringe Festival and you've paid all this money to go there that you get to go and watch other people's shows and learn from them and see what other people are doing. And, and also, if support you're a producer, your allow artist passes for free. You can tick the box that say everybody does. But in case you didn't know, 
you can in your Take little it. AVR on your whatever application form it says, do you allow artist passes for free? Fucking yes. 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 100%. We have all paid so much money to the festival. For no fucking reason. Nothing at all. <laughs> can I inquire? Yes. Auditions. Yes. I think it's like a thing that we've not really touched on Mm-mm. just yet. I mean, we talked about it with Stu last week a little minute. But for an audition, some people maybe listening to this podcast have literally never been on an audition before. How do you prepare for an audition? What what is what do you do? What's the standard? Do you go there and a bunch of people are in a room and you just push to the front? Like what's the jam? Um, thankfully I've never been to a cattle call like that, although I believe <laughs> they do exist. They definitely exist yeah. for dancers, and I can tell you that's fucking horrific. Yeah, that's just like real oh, gross. Um nice. no, I tend to go I mean, uh, I think I'm quite lucky in that I entered the industry older um than most of my peers that I graduated with. And so, like, the pool of people at my age going for the roles I was going for was smaller, Mm. but the people that have stuck around and are in those roles and and getting those parts are way more experienced. Yeah. So there's, like, a bit of a, you know... Win and lose. No, not lose, but... Yeah, Yeah, it's got got its its pluses and minuses. But, Mm. um... So uh, mostly with a musical theatre audition, I'll end up singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a singing audition. They'll say prepare a song. Um, make sure you've got a 32-bar cut of it, but prepare a song and um, bring in the sheet music and we'll have a pianist in there. And oh, I love that. It's so old-timey. Yeah, it's lovely. And oh, you go and you walk in and you, they say hi and they usually somebody will greet you at the door and, and introduce you to the team. And anyway, you sing your song and then they say thank you very much and then you wait outside until they've made a decision about whether they're going to call you back or not. Yeah. And if they do, you hang around and get your photo taken and, and normally – figure out whether you're coming back for a dance call or another or they give you right. stuff to learn that night. That's what I was going to say. You can't just come back and sing the same thing. It's a new piece that you're usually, presenting. Yeah, in the usually, yeah. Usually they'll give you like acting bits to learn. Oh, cool. All right. And then you go home and frantically learn the shit out of it. Mm. Uh, for TV and ads, mm-hmm. you'll usually get a script hopefully with at least two days' notice. Sometimes they give you pages and pages of stuff. Sometimes it's literally a scene where you have one line, Mm -hmm. but you have to have it off book. Remember the meat commercial? The what commercial? The meat commercial. The meat commercial? Meat. The lamb one. And you had to sing a song about lamb or something. Yes, I had to sing a song about lamb. I, oh my god! There was another one I went to. This is like now. Now I'm just like talking about castings I've been to. Please, I had to. I had to rap. They (gasps) wanted me. What? they, They wanted me to learn. Snoop Dogg. Yes. Oh my God. No, not Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg. So you story first, then I'll do my story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's it. Yeah. So, um, no. They- yeah, I'm included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they literally, they were Drink like. Drink your wine, Betty. Sorry, bye. <laughs> they were literally like, okay, so um, for this, we, we need you to learn this this Snoop Dogg rap because like the whole thing was having like swag and being like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if you've seen my photo. I'm very white. I'm a the- small white lady. Oh. Hi. Hi. Um, um, so I learned what uh, Snoop Dogg rap. Do you still know it? Oh, hang on. I'd have to be reminded how it starts, but yeah. I could what probably rap could- was it? <laughs> what rap was it? What song was it? Uh, I, oh, no, nah, I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but really quick, do Just you reckon this- that the casting people were like, okay, so we need, obviously we need this vibe, right? <coughs> what do you reckon? Who got it? If we Thankfully get them someone of to color. rap. Snoop Dogg and they were like fuck yeah, yeah let's do that but no not just that not just that the the brief literally said getting up in the face of the camera and quote throwing gang signs unquote no 
Friends, the Australian no. entertainment industry. And I'm like, um... That's fine. That That's is so fine. So incorrect. Um, and I was, anyway, I was sat next to another, uh, like somebody else going for it. Then he and I ended up going in together because we had to be like husband and wife being like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Anyway. Because that's a normal thing to just pass yeah, by. I know, Why, what? I know. So we're sitting there and we're both just so white and both vaguely ginger. And we're like, we're not getting this. <laughs> this is, And both of us felt right. so uncomfortable about being there. That's oh, so much. It was awful. Oh. From meat commercial. From- that wasn't no, meat. That was no, that wasn't meat commercial. That was a large company that shall go unnamed. Um, oh, mate, that um, is so bad. It's okay, we'll tag them after. Don't yeah. Uh, the Snoop Dogg reference that I was talking about is that <laughs> – is that uh, we were playing? It was 2015. Cranium. 2015. And we were playing Cranium. Cranium. cranium, uh, cranium which you know is always a good game for the whole gang, uh, especially when what? What? Get I mean, out of just here! Just kidding. Get okay. out, just putting chips on the floor. She, <laughs> can I also just say? Uh, there's too many thoughts right Best now. Best podcast head. snack but, ever. But- <laughs> Betty Elizabeth Bombshell decided to get the Red Rock Deli honey soy chicken chips as her snack while we were doing the podcast today because, you know, it's just a really quiet recording snack to... <laughs> I got vodka. <laughs> Do you want know guys? That was I just didn't sp- think ahead. No, it's great. You know what? Didn't think ahead. No, uh, no. No, it's so great. I'm proud of you. I'm proud mm. of all my friends. Mm. Um, and so we were playing Cranium and I was paired with Belle and... Um, <laughs> There's one that was where your first mistake. <laughs> there's one where you have to like basically like act like it's like charades, but you get to like speak, but you're not like you're a person. You're not allowed to say their name, and you're not allowed to you like impersonate say, someone, and they yeah, have to guess. Yeah, basically. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm the real. Ugh. Like I just started like no, doing no, all no, these no, things. No, real no, slim no, no, shady. No, I have to. I have to actually I have to correct you. I pulled the card and sat there going, oh, I don't know right. who this person. That's- I've heard of them, but I have no Your idea nose. what they look like or what they sing. What? It was Snoop Dogg. It was Snoop Dogg. I'm so sorry. We're going to have to end the I podcast here. The only song I could think of is the one that goes Snoop Doggy Dog, but I wasn't allowed to say that because ah! that's his damn name. The one that goes Snoop Doggy Dog. What dog? Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't know if that's Get the rolly yeah. on my arm and I'm pouring John Don. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one you had to do? No. Did you just do a little not. rap? Oh, just a little rap for a second? a little rap. No, a little rap. Oh, I wish I could. Oh, no, hang on. Like it's you rap the baby? There's oh, something about a beach. Hang on. <laughs> Long Island. On oh, the one about the beach. Oh, something about Long cool. Island. There's something about going to the There's I, I'm trying to remember the rap. I cannot remember it. I feel like anyone listening is like screaming the song. It's this like, one. It's <laughs> obviously this song. Am I like, what is this? Wait. Was rap from the 2000s? That's when it started, right? Uh, so speaking yeah, so about, I, I learned yeah. very quickly who Snoop Dogg was as a result of having to do a very, very inappropriate casting call. Um, as speaking of inappropriate casting calls, um, can we talk about Bahama Mama? <laughs> what? I auditioned. Okay, so I auditioned for a cruise Wait, ship. really this quick. Is- really quick. She's just gonna. She's just gonna. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna get sponsored by Red Rock Deli now, which that's why I'm leaning towards. Yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> I'm leaning towards Dreamworld. 
and Red Rock Deli. I'm pretty happy. They wouldn't with those crunch sponsors. so much if you had the new Doritos ones, by the way. Why? Yeah, because they're for ladies. Yeah, they've got a new Doritos. They, they've released Doritos chips for ladies that are smaller and crunch. Are you more quietly fucking kidding me? You can Google this shit. It's a thing. <laughs> Wait, what are they called? Doritos I, for ladies. I don't know. Doritos. All I know is that. Dur- <laughs> I'd buy them if they were called that. I would. I would buy Doritos. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. But yeah, no, apparently it's a thing. Punch bags of Doritos now. Like I, that's. I don't. I don't have anyone. I feel like the guy we saw in Woolworths would have punched bags of Doritos. Hundred percent. Oh my god. Uh, old mate shirtless. So high shirtless, dude. If oh, you yeah. want, if you listen. Um, yeah, we just walked into Woolworths and there was a guy with his shirt off, just in the eye shorts and tiny shorts. Tiny shorts. I mean, he was ripped They're, as fuck, but still. Like, but he was it, very naked for a supermarket, yeah. and it's only the first <laughs> warm day of the year. Like, if we get to February. And then I, you I'm know, like, shirtless cool. guys, yeah, are super, I've seen enough. But like today's the first day anyone's even got their legs out. The amount of like shiny white legs, including mine. Yep. Including also mine. <laughs> um, that hairy. I saw today, which was wonderful. Uh, everyone had their legs out. But yeah, this guy was like absolutely almost naked. Yeah. He was a walking triangle. He, he was. Yeah, it was. Look, it, it wasn't. It wasn't an unesthetically. It was, it's just, I can't think. Of it. it wasn't bad. It, it was heaps ripped. Well done. But pop a shirt on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, Bahama Mama. Oh yeah. Okay. So I auditioned for a cruise ship that shall go unnamed, um, and it was, a, it was it was <laughs> high Royal Caribbean. How you doing? Oh, um, yeah. She named it. Nope. Anyway, they were they were they were doing a production of Greece that they still are. It's a thing that they do on two of their ships, and wow. um, I auditioned for the role of Miss Lynch. And now the track that Miss Lynch like in ter- track is a term for like you play your role, and it's all the bits you do in a show, and the directions you go, and the costumes you wear, and stuff. So the track. I didn't know that. That's okay. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the Miss Lynch track in this particular cast. Also did the welcome aboard jazz cabaret captains thing. Your little Um, on And on one of the ships, that's all she did. On the other ship, she also (laughs) plays Bahama Mama. In their onboard uh, product, like they, they have, they have, a, they have, a, they have a homegrown musical um, oh. that's called uh, Columbus the Musical, and do you have to yell it? Yeah, you do because it's in capitals. Oh. Columbus, Columbus, Columbus. Uh, anyway, so oh no, oh no. The, oh no. so yeah. So when I first auditioned for the thing, I didn't have to do any of the Bahama Mama material. I didn't even look at it because it was clearly not. For me, it's called Bahama Mama. Again, I'm, I'm white and it. vaguely ginger. Um, I'm obsessed. Anyway, so with it, great. So then uh, they've like so so anyway. So I got all the way through the casting, the first like casting process the first time. I filled out the cardboard form. Cardboard form. Cardboard so they, form. Yes, they keep it on so file. Wasteful. And they kept and they say like, the like we could cabinet. contact you anytime in the next year. That's what cruise ships do. That's true. Um, yeah. And then you know and whatever. And then anyway, it was like eleven months. And they contacted my agent being like, look, if you're interested, um, we just need you to record this extra material. So, And I was just like – and then they sent me the Bahama Mama stuff and I was like, what? So first of all, sing Love on Top. Oh, just okay. easily. Just easily. Yeah, just, just five key changes. I'm like, yeah, that was the first thing changes. I saw. I'm like, okay, all right, okay. So we can we can maybe we can do fake that. something around I can, that. I can fake Beyonce, kind yeah. of. No, no one can. She's the being queen. a small white um, ginger. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> And then, uh, and then Voice there fake. was, and then there was the, and then there was the, um, and then there was the, 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 the script, the monologue, and it was Bahama Mama, and the first stage direction is, quote, in an over-the-top Jamaican accent, unquote. Oh. Also, they sent a picture helpfully to oh, like thank of you their so idea much. of the character, which was Very the witch board. from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Um, old mate, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, her covered in like all the things, that, and I'm like, okay. And then, and then part of the stage directions was rattling necklaces, like witch doctor style. I'm like, no, 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 no. Literally no, no. everything about that is the most problematic. And the thing is, this ship went was was like the entire cruise contract was in the actual Caribbean, no. going to no. actual Jamaica and the actual Bahamas every week. No. No. I mean, call me crazy. I'm not a singer. (laughs) I mean, I'm merely just a a casting agent, though. I am literally a casting agent. That's fucking the what. Go there. Oh. So anyway, so I emailed. Oh. I, 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 I tried so to find. I tried to find a redeeming feature. I tried to find something savvy in good? it. Yep. yep. Um, there was nothing that mm. I could find that redeemed it in any way. And so I emailed my agent saying, "Look, I'm really sorry. At this stage, I won't be submitting this material. I'm going to go in there another was no direction. Else putting that shit on tape. Fuck no. Oh and my I'm god. Like, could you imagine if you ever got like super famous or whatever, and that shit like surfaced, and you were just like, I did it for the audition. Like it's like, so petrifying. That's unforgivable though. Unforgivable. Especially in like in 2018. So bad. Like, unforgivable in 2018. Uh, that is it was unforgivable in 2012. But it's. I mean, it was always unforgivable, but now we just were like, oh, people actually people agree. Can't. No. <laughs> No, we I should it. never no. learn how to do a Jamaican accent. No. And anyway, so I emailed. And I just, I was like, really polite email. I don't think I'll be uh, submitting it this time. Thank you so much for the opportunity. If an opportunity comes up on the other ship, yeah, 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 the, the one that I don't track, have to Bahama one, Mama. Yeah, um, then please, by all means, contact me. Um, and I look forward to working with you in the future. Well, I've killed that now. Um, <laughs> but they were like, only I heard nothing back from the actual not, the cruise line. All I got was a one line reply from my agent that was sent from her iPhone that said, is it really racist? <gasps> <laughs> Who obviously hadn't read the material. And I wrote back going, it is not casting me would be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Sure. It in and of itself is probably fine. I'm not going to make that judgment call. I don't that's, have that. That's not sure. for us to decide. Yeah. But um, that's horrific. Yeah, I know. Like, wow. So, so going on the opposite end of horrific, let's let's talk about your most amazing moment, either on stage, off stage, or having anything to do with this industry. Um. Oh God, there's so many amazing moments. Going to Edinburgh was yeah. amazing. Just the vibe of that festival is it, it's insane. It was a month of insane. There, look, like, there's. There's a lot to take from any time in Edinburgh. Like, yes. it, honestly, like it's 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 something in and of itself. You both know this. Like it's it's insanity. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, uh, Self care went out the window. There was yeah, though. British beer is easier to drink than Australian beer. Learnt that. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's cheaper. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, though it actually is. But it also Honestly, it's dumb amounts of cheap. Yeah, it's like great. you'll drink a lot. I'm assuming the whole of England is listening. Mm. You'll drink a lot because it's fucking cheap, yeah. mate. I'm neck and Guinnesses for like Oof. three, four pound because yeah. yes, they yes, taste yes. so much better. Oh. Anyway, continue. I'm oh, so sorry. and and it's a hilly city, so it didn't matter how many calories I drank. What? I burned it off by stomping about the city. That was a little wheelie bag. Fucking excellent. I right. was like, oh, losing weight and so getting drunk. Also, every night. living how? at the top of a third floor walk up that I was up and down those stairs at yeah. least three times a day. Oh, that's when we lived across the road from each other. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, we were window That buddies. was really cute. Dakota and I shared a room that year yeah. for a month. But Who else was there? No. When the bars would shut and it would be 5 a.m. 
and I was about to say, that's at like five and yeah. or six a.m. Yeah, like, go to the co-op. Dumb. We would go to the co-op oh, and fucking. see if we could try get someone to sell us alcohol, and if they wouldn't, we would usually just steal some and leave money under the like Stunning. beer. Yeah, and then we would go. I mean, <laughs> we did that once. We did that. Once. We did that twice. You maybe did that once. <laughs> I definitely did that. Terrible idea. Never did it. I. She that's gonna get it out. Did it eight hundred <laughs> times. Uh no. So basically we would find this little spot on the hill that you could see Arthur's seat, which is like this like mountain that basically everyone in Edinburgh is not big. Like it was verging on woods. Yeah, it was. And like, and you'd go and everyone's like, Arthur's seat, Arthur's seat. It's this massive hill, blah, 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 blah. And so like everyone like had this whole thing about Arthur's seat. I've never climbed Arthur's seat. Okay. I have never climbed Arthur's seat. You did. (laughs) I saw you the day that you fucking did. I was was recruiting. I was going home and you were on the other side of the road literally marching and you went do you want to come do you want to come climb on the seat and i was like i really fucking you came don't back to our flat and you were trying so hard but to yeah anyway i climbed up on the seat on the last night and um only two people came with me yep. and um that was um adam from wank bank and yes. um also, oh, was there Michael or Andrew or something? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew from Perth. Yes, and um, yeah, they came with me. Both of them didn't have enough clothes, so I was like, "Come to my place. We've got heaps of clothes." Both of them are extremely tall men, right? <laughs> like they are big boys, and big both boys. of them, my jumpers were like little crop tops on them. And I was like, "I've got six thousand beers. We've got crop top <laughs> jumpers. Let's go up a mountain. <laughs> got Come a on, everyone's full of men. Yeah. We're fucking killing it." And just like literally was like walking down the street and any performer I saw on the way I'm like come on guys and I think I gathered like maybe about six people and then by the time we got to the bottom of the hill everyone was like absolutely fucking not and I was like, <laughs> it's the last day of Edinburgh we gotta like send it off you know we gotta go like, I have an amazing we'll photo like that someone year. took of me I don't it wasn't a selfie I've got a photo of just me with my scarf around my head in a pair of big sunglasses sat where the, you know where that bus was at the back of assembly mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah just sat there in those little bus seats just wrapped up just being like the day after and the ground is littered with flyers and just going yeah. oh it's over i Guys, can't I believe they made in it. edinburgh this year the day after the festival <gasps> finished oh shit that do you want to know what hell is like because <laughs> oh, i've been i've been my partner and i like I haven't spoken about her before. Yeah, like Zara. I have to keep her. But the, identity the roller coaster, though, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gone there yet. We haven't. Um, Zara and I arrived, and we were like, "Cool, cool, cool." She's from there. She used to live there. We have pals. Going to see pals, and we're like, "Let's go into town." And I was like, "Oh my god, there's Reuben K. <clears throat> oh my god, he's everywhere, but he's not here. Oh my god, I know that. Oh my god, everyone's on the posters. What's happening? There's posters everywhere. The fringes in here, and it was." fucking horrific because yeah. no one was there oh. barely a patron in sight but the polls and the things and the evidence of street performers and just carny shenanigans and i was just like i shouldn't be here you never think about like what happens <laughs> after a festival too. like it's i've cooked. stayed in adelaide a couple of days after adelaide's finished I stayed before. a week yeah it's that so shit's weird. fucking cooked it's weird 
like the whole tent, the whole garden's just like all fuck off, and you're just like, oh, okay. This is just Zara a park. Does bump out. So I just see our hopes and dreams being slowly but surely, very precisely ripped apart <laughs> and put into shipping big, big, containers. Big shipping containers. It turns mm. out to just be glitter mixed with sawdust. Oh, ah. Uh, yeah, thank uh, you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a. Uh, that was a boy from Oz reference. Yeah. I was like, I remember music theatre school. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like, filter, filter, filter. Yeah, there we are. We got it. Speaking of music theatre school, uh, what was your least favourite moment to date? <laughs> Miss Saigon, the end. <gasps> yes, can we please talk about that? More inappropriate Elaborate. racial casting. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, oh so God. first of all, we found out we were doing Miss Saigon before the semester started. and For our uh, final third year piece of uni. Was Miss Saigon. Look, was it was a great day to be Asian. Um, <laughs> trouble is, not many of us were. Two. Uh, Two of us. Were. They got the leads. They yes, did. Of course, of course they did. Oh <laughs> like, they're both amazing. No, they like, I've got to caveat this and say they're actually they both, both wonderful kids. Incre- like, they're yeah. both incredibly yeah. talented. And they deserved the roles. And even if they were white, they should have got the roles. Like, mm-hmm. no, actually, no one white should get that role. No. Um, <laughs> but no, I had a massive shit fit. Um, <laughs> Just going, this is not appropriate. Am I expected to yellow face for my final performance? Because we're triple casting the girls. This is another thing about musical theatre school. Like every musical has more boys than girls and every musical theatre class has more girls than boys. And so girls end up being triple casted, making up all of the ensemble and boys end up like getting all the leads. And it's just That's like not what happens boys in dance world at all. Boys, boys don't just <laughs> get the leads It's so a thing, right? I Literally, wish I could there's carry a boy. The com- and they're the king of the entire mm-hmm. fucking they're ballet. The front and center of and everything. You're like, the only reason that you're getting this is because you're literally a boy. You're terrible. Yes. Yeah. Give me a pair of tights. I can jump high. Like, come on. Anyway, yeah. I just had a little give me flat. Sh- give me flat there. shoes and a cod piece, and I'll pretend Holy to be a boy. Holy goddamn! Give me some fucking flat shoes, and I'll show you. Yeah. Tell you. Unfortunately, what. I'm wearing blocks on my toes. So. Yeah. Really quick. Just got these big old fiberglass blocks. And a nice teal tutu. Mm, so good. Love yeah. ballet. No, Miss Saigon was when I completely broke my voice. You when, broke your voice and had a massive meltdown. Yeah, I was right. literally on stage. Uh, so I was lucky enough to secure one of the lead roles that wasn't Asian. Uh, Ellen. <laughs> the the, lead the role only lead role that is an Asian that is for Asian. a girl in that show, which is uh, Ellen. And um, I was on the first uh, Saturday night, I think it was. And we had just been doing fucking hectic hours. Like we were doing the like. 12-hour days, dumb. rehearsals, tech rehearsals. Plus, like, you're doing kids shows every – like, because, yeah. you know, rent still because has to be paid. money still has to be paid because no. I don't have rich parents that just pay for me to go to music theatre school. No offence to anyone who does, but I didn't. And noise. Yeah, if you do, well done choosing Fucking those parents. Noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Choose the wrong parents. Fuck. <laughs> no, I love Nance. Yeah, Nance. Yeah, Nance. No, 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 really no. Nance is great. And to be fair, like – My mum texted me today. Oh. Yeah. It was oh. weird. Yeah. Okay, just say hi. I had a two and a half hour conversation with my mum last night. I don't often do that with Bibi. I don't think I've had that much conversation with my mum ever. Oh, mum and I could both talk under wet concrete though. (laughs) Like that's true, you could. Yeah. My my mum mm-hmm. literally came to Melbourne on Tuesday, so that was a cute. Time. What yeah. I see your mum more than I see my mum. Yeah, no, yeah, it's cute. Anyway, yeah. continue about uh, Miss Saigon. Yeah, so Miss Saigon. Uh, so I think as well, like I was in that stage of my life, which I talk about a little bit in Badass of like I'm just like I can do everything. I've got this sorted. Blah 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 blah. And like if I just kind of turned around to my mum and been like, Hey, can you pay my rent for the next two weeks instead of me like trying to work while doing these rehearsals? She probably would have been like, done it. You know what? This time I will. Yeah, sure, but. 
but I we was never just reach like, out until after it's until too until, until after yeah. yeah. And I was the first Saturday night, so we did one Friday night show. I wasn't the lead then, and then the Saturday night we did the show, and literally halfway through the first song that I had to sing, my boat my voice just cut out, like it just broke. What do you like, mean? Like what? How does that happen? Like I literally just. Like the fatigue was like an entire wave over me. I was pushing whatever I was already doing. Yeah. And it just kind of got to the point. I don't know if, I don't even know how to explain this. Like, but you know, sometimes when your like muscles are just like really sore and then all of a sudden they just give out, like your knee just fucking dislocates or whatever. Yes. Sometimes your that quad happens. Collapses. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that happens with your vocal cords. Like, you oh, can just feel them. Just done. You can feel them moving and moving and moving. And then you're like, oh, they're getting tired. So they're harder to move. Yeah. And then you just keep pushing through it, which is really bad. You should yeah. actually just rest it. Yeah. Uh, and you keep pushing sometimes through it. Sometimes you don't have and that option. You don't have well, that option sometimes. It. And when you keep pushing through it, sometimes it just cuts out. So it just you stops working. They get paralyzed. They get so bruised. And then all, all that much. happens is air. Wow. Like yeah. you just get a lot of vaguely pitched air. Yeah. Oh. It's like when you uh, get like laryngitis. Yeah. It's like basically that happens to your Because they're so swollen and fatigue. so tired. They've mm. just gone, nah, fuck it, I'm done. Because they're just like tiny. Yeah. They're tiny. They're like little thumbnails, yeah. right? And they're yeah. just like they're just like they a little vagina so very, just going. Yeah. They work like, so very hard. They really do. And, you know, a lot of that material was like super tough as well. Like it was. And we were all expected to belt. Yeah, constantly, and yeah, it was, and I did. I hated that show with the passion of a thousand burning suns. It was a terrible, like, it was just a. Te- yeah, sorry, it was a terrible choice for I, a bunch of white kids. It was kids. really a yes. bad. Cho- I fucking love the show, but I really Mr. yeah. It was not- is one of my favorite. Yeah, it's left. It's left me like with a really poor of taste. Course. Of course. See, show. I'd already done the musical before, yeah, and then yeah. I got to do it this time. So I was like walking into it like yeah, yeah, that because I played the same role that I got both times. So I was like, don't worry about it. But then like that happened, and completely like just like that was like mid third year, like yeah. of uni. It was like August. And it was near the end. Oh, it was towards the end, and like I basically. So then the main part of this role is all in the second act and she has like three songs. And so one of the other girls who was doing the role, we had to literally swap halfway through and she, so I remember like Did you have an understudy? Was she your understudy? There was three of us all doing the role. So it wasn't really an understudy. It was like triple casting. And then there was understudies as well just because there was a bunch of girls who had fuck all to do. It was ridiculous. It was silly. And I remember like coming off stage and I remember the like director of the course and also my singing teacher coming backstage and being like, your voice is fucked. Like you can't go back on. Like, and I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm I was aware. like, I know. Actually, like it was literally hardcore. And then, like, I basically had already gotten into my costume for the second act at that stage, and they were like, No, we're going to send this person on instead of you. Yeah. And I remember basically taking the costume off, and I was just like in my show underwear in front of like my CE teacher and the director of the course, yeah. both of who are male. And mm. I just like broke down into a ball and started crying yeah. in front of them. I was like, Nah, like this is actually cooked. And bless him, my CE teacher literally worked with me. My next show that I had to be on was Thursday. He worked with me every single day to get my voice back into perfect health. And the things that he's taught me literally to this day is what gets yeah. me through the end of Adelaide Fringe shout when out I'm to like Peaky. Oh, shout out to John Peake you're the best but um yeah honestly that it was yeah That's that wild. was one of the most hectic nights of my life mm. like I still am just like shook from that like yeah. that's horrible especially in a um a teaching environment it's it's a learning space especially in uni like in a music theater course and i'm like i'm sure it would be same in like dance school and that kind of thing like that last year that you do and people are like people are watching this is it and people telling are watching you and telling and, you that, and here's the thing that like, never happened for me i was i was never gonna be a dancer just yeah. to just to bring that yeah. right down i was that girl that was like you are the best dancer here 
But golly, you're too fat. Every time. Yeah. I never had that kind of pressure. I think I put it on myself to be. Of course. When you're the big girl, you don't want to be, oh, that's the big girl in the thing. I was like, I'm the big girl, but I'm better than anyone mm-hmm. here. I made sure that was a thing. Like, but yeah. I, I've never had that kind of pressure. I've had it in competing because, uh, you know, I've competed all my life and I've won all the competitions that I've wanted to win. But I feel like that's a different kind of pressure. Like, it's just like this expectation thing, isn't it? Like, we were just like fostered to basically be like, hey, well, by the time you get to third year, this is the real that's thing. I mean, yeah. Like, that's it. don't worry. Like, everything you've done before now doesn't count. Like, you know, it's, it's all about professional standards. Professional show. standards. Yeah. Every but agent is going to be at the show. And it's like, no fucking agents are coming, mate. Like, anyway. every agent. <laughs> the thing is, like, going to be at the show. And I mean, there was, everyone had a different circumstance coming out of that. Like, mm. It, it was it was funny because we went to showcase after that and I mean I had an agent already. You got your agent. You had the same agent as me <laughs> by the end of showcase, and none of Saigon mattered. No. It didn't matter. All Can I chime the- in? Yeah. How do you? So we have podcast questions. How you said you had an agent? And yep. there might be people listening to this that are currently going through music theatre school, completely relating to what you guys are saying. Completely understanding. And they st- that's still a mentality in mm-hmm. music theatre, in dance, in anything. It's like if you want to be a contemporary dancer, you then need to go over here and get this agent and do yeah. these things. Same with music theatre. How did you get your agent? What did you do? Did they approach you? Did you approach them? I, I'm, I'm quite lucky. I did an acting degree for two years before I did musical theatre school. And while I was doing that acting degree, we had a guest director in mm-hmm. for a show we did. Um, and she ended up becoming a senior agent at an agency in Brisbane and sent me an email when I was in second year mm. just saying, hey, look, long time no here. Uh, are you, you are you represented at the moment? Right. And I wrote back saying, I'm actually in my second year of a musical, of musical theatre, the new musical theatre course at the Con. Um, no, I'm not represented. But um, she goes, oh, okay, because uh, Wicked's auditioning again and we'd love to send you. Um, if you want to come in and do a bit of a thing for us, if you can still sing the way I remember you can sing. Yeah. Because we became quite close when she Great. directed the play in Toowoomba. Um, and, yeah, it was off the back of that. So by sort of second year, I had already done a couple of professional auditions and yeah, right. had an agent. So I didn't have that pressure on me for showcase. It was a bit different. Well, you would have had a very different approach in that. But, like, in it's the perfect example of – and I chime on about this all the fucking time. Chime. Chime. Chime after chime. Chime after chime. <laughs> if I could turn back chime. <laughs> if I could. No. Um, I've had the chime of my life. <laughs> <laughs> something else, isn't it? Just see how long it's going to go for. No, I think we Chime in a bottle. There we go. That's the one. Any more? Oh, she's leaning in. Nah, it's all right. Nah, I'll go she's done. Yeah, I was about to cough. No. Think on it. And yeah, back to me. Um, At a yeah. really inappropriate that, time. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. chime. No, yeah. Um, no. Uh, bu- 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 oh, that's I chime on about. It's <clears throat> all about every single person that you meet is somebody. Yes. Yeah. And that's a weird thing to say to pe- to humans, you know. Obviously, everyone that you meet is somebody, <laughs> but the front of house person that you meet at that oh venue my God, one yes. time could literally end up being the director of the hub the next year. Yep, like, absolutely. for example, the guest director that came in for that one tiny little moment mm-hmm. ended up being the senior casting. My first year children's play. Uh, you and would have been like, oh, that's fun. Cool. The, this the girl who I had flyering for me in Edinburgh last year. Mm-hmm. Last year? Yeah, last year. Um, she um, actually just finished, like, directing Bad Out of Hell 
in America. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was my flyer in Edinburgh. That's and she insane, like literally man. directs like all, she's Australian, but she lives in America. Benita DeWitt. Oh, yes. Um, she's legend. Absolutely incredible. Like super sought after director lives in like New York. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. And crap. like she like, and I'm just like, like basically she applied to my ad that I put on a Facebook page. And then I was like, yeah, sure, babe. Like, no worries. And then like, you know, when you get to start like knowing someone like and randomly paying them some money after a gig every night and whatever, and you, and you go on the Facebook and I was like, um, you're like a really successful, accomplished director. And you're just like flyering my show for 15 pound an hour. <laughs> like what the hell? Like it was but also brings in that fucking thing that we were talking about. Get rid of the fucking ego, just yes. like Stu said, which has Everybody. stayed with me since last week. No, it's good. You got to drop the ego, not yeah. in a like. You just got to just fucking deal with it. Like old mate directing bad out of hell lives in New York. Sought after director was like, golly, I'd love to go to Edinburgh. Bit of extra scratch is great. Let's meet some artists. I'll fly her for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. wild. Lose the ego and, and so good. That's crazy. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. Everyone is somebody. Be nice. You should be anyway, but be <laughs> nice to everybody. Yeah. Uh, talk to everybody. Don't just think, oh, you're just the front of house person. No, yeah. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, don't treat someone like shit because you think you're better than them because you're oh, the performer God, and they're not. No because point. you don't know who they are, what they've done. Also, just because you're on stage, that means you make much less money than them. Oh, yes! gosh, yeah. Like, you're not better than this person. Oh, my God. Get, get yes. your head out of it. Yeah. That's absolutely. It. Um, Belle. Yes. I would like to know. Yes. How the hell did you start performing in this crazy ass business in the first place? Like, what, what, like from a kid or from just like, yeah? My parents had no choice. I kind of just did it. Um, I, my mother is still the proud owner of a recording, a cassette recording made of me when I was two and a half. It was my, or maybe I'll send it to us. (laughs) Never. I don't know. I'm sure she still has it, but. Um, I was, I was two and a half. My brother had been recently born into this world, uh, and it was his christening. Um, and I assembled the family that had come for the christening around us so that I could recite half of a nursery rhyme at them. And I would, and because, because I listened, I had some English relatives, my dad is English, but he didn't have much of an accent, but I listened to those, the read, hear and see tapes mm-hmm. with the books mm-hmm. and that's how I, I swear to god that's how i learned to read because i could read by two um, that's impressive weird right um so anyway so i would i would and but they all had very perfect british accents and i spoke at two and a half with the most massive pump in my mouth and so there's this recording of me making everyone sit down I'm like okay okay stop <laughs> twinkle twinkle Yay! little star how i wonder what you no. are no. clap now. That's it. <laughs> just not even the everyone rest. Everyone clap. Just like- and I'd bow. And if they didn't clap because I thought it was funny, I'd get really like angry and be like, clap now. I used to do that when I was a kid. I do um, <laughs> only at Halloween though. I'd only do ca- Halloween shows. And I used to get me and my cousins like all to do it. So we'd all like come out of a game of murder in the dark, obviously. obviously. And then we'd all like do a haunted house. Like in the house that we were living in, like my sister's room and my room were kind of like connected with this hallway that had like windows that were kind of, it was like a sunroom, but you could like 
I don't know, you could kind of like put your hands through and touch people in the hallway. So you could murder people. people. Exactly. So we'd get the adults to come through, but I would stand there at the front and I'd be like, you have to pay to get in. And so I'd try and get like some pocket money out. Like, like, (laughs) hustling from the start. Mate, I've been producing since (laughs) I was seven. Like, I mean. Shit. I've just been looking for adulation and praise. No, nah, I'm just like, money, money, make me money. money. Clap now. Clap now. <laughs> Clap now. Um, I'll have to find that tape. Please. <laughs> um, you you grew up in Gladstone, is that right? Uh, just south of Gladstone. It's a just, small beach town, a beach community I think it was called then, So Tannum Sands. Oh, That's wow. where I grew up. That wow. sounds like a really nice tanning lotion. Do you know what? It's funny because it was named that because it was commented once uh, about the the strength of the sun there when the you know back in the 20s or 30s whenever like people started going there it used to be like just a holiday place that oh goodness you sure can tan them and that's how the town got its name that is actually how the town got its name it's a little bit lame wow so it's in queensland did you say i did say tash oh i think it's time for a queensland Queensland fact Queensland fact. Queensland fact. Queensland fact. We just made that up. We just didn't even rehearse. That was not that even so one good. It was like genuine talent. Yeah, thank you so much. Queens. I was really happy with that. Really just good. That. Queensland fact. I think you've been hanging well, out with you too much. We're actually best friends. So. Queensland fact. We're actually starting a podcast. All oh, right, okay, cool. Welcome to your Queensland fact. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your Queensland fact. Welcome <laughs> to your Queensland fact. Go, Bell, do your best voiceover voice. Thank you for using Telstra. <laughs> the number you have called is not connected or has been changed. Please check the number and try again. I repeat, check the number and try again. That was quite good. Seven. QS. <laughs> I loved when I was doing that. M six four one The number you have called. And it would just keep going. Why does it do the. I don't know. Apparently, it's an exchange thing. I've tried to find out once. But yeah, anyway, welcome to your Queensland fact. Yeah! So, my Queensland fact for this week is that. The top five languages other than English spoken in Queensland are Mandarin, Filipino, Vietnamese, Cantonese, and Spanish. Oh, spicy. Ooh, hola. Yeah. I was shocked by Spanish. Yeah. I was. I was also. That's all I know how to say. Tacos. Yeah. And However, the top five ancestries for people in Queensland are English, mm-hmm. Australian, mm-hmm. Irish, Scottish, and German. Oh. Wild. All right. Crazy. Do you want to hear my hope? Insane. It is sketto. She's fucking talking about What exactly is a hypercoaster? Oh <laughs> I knew it. It's a question we've been asked often here at Warner Brothers Movie World <laughs> on the Gold Coast following the 2017 launch of our greatest and largest ride, DC Rivals Hypercoaster. <laughs> I'm having a trip. I hear that from you. It's really not. No, keep going. Put simply, a hypercoaster is any full circuit roller coaster with a height measuring 61 meters or over. It's like taking a regular roller coaster and seriously supercharging it. <laughs> is that where the hyper comes from? It is, yeah. literally. These man made monsters have taken thrills to the next level. 
And if you get to experience one, what are you waiting for? Guys, what are you what waiting are for? What are else but Queensland? Thank you so much for that fact for the so eighth to, time in the podcast. Th- thank you so much for that ad. <laughs> I actually work for um, Hollywood on the Gold Coast now. Uh, no, so a, su- uh, a hyper coaster means that it is 61 metres or more. Got it. Just so you know that. Thank you. No, that's I'm happy about that. Um, do you that's have any- very tall. That is very I tall. I went on talk it. about that. Like, that's insanely high. Honestly, mm-hmm. it is fucking terrifying. At a girl guide camp once, I abseiled off a 10-meter tower and I almost shat my pants. I'm just going to say to you, though, uh, that uh, Arthur's seat in Edinburgh is 230 metres. So I did that. Yeah, uh, but it's not a sheer drop <laughs> in a cart where you're vaguely strapped in with, a, like, a, an odd metal I would rather be harness. strapped in than being fuck-eyed and climbing <laughs> up a mountain. That's true. That's true. Like, that's that's like some loose rocky shit going on Yeah, I had to be a rock lobster climbing back down. I that's literally, right. oh like, in order to, like, psych myself up, I had to go, like, on my back hands and knees. Like, no, wait, my back hands and feet. On your butt and on your my feet butt, basically. Hands. Yeah, and I was like a crab. And I was like, hey, guys, we're a rock lobster. And I was just like, people at the party. <laughs> and everybody like, had matching tails. Except for their whack. <laughs> and that is a rock and I was just literally like rock, rock lobster, lobster. <laughs> 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 we might get sued for that I'm not really sure how no, that works no, that'll be all right. we're only using 15% of it yeah it's fine that's true actually I'll pay up bro it's fine do you have a Queensland fact about Everyone should visit regional towns. I really yes. like we – we were talking about, like, regional gigs earlier. One of my favourite places in Queensland is not just because my mum lives there, but is, like – T-Bar. Yeah, T-Bar. Like, we should take after hours to T-Bar. Um, okay, so it's time. got some of the best theatres in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Sorry, T-Bar? Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Don't abbreviate here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking give me the uh, lingo. T-Bar. You're learning so much about Queensland by being on this podcast. I don't want to learn. I don't want to learn. Wow. That's I feel upset by your behaviour just then. I I mean you're from Brisbane. As as a person who intends being at university uh forever (laughs) and never paying back my hex, I feel personally attacked by what you just said. Um (laughs) Yeah, no, Toowoomba's fucking sick. We should be It's a beautiful place. It's wonderful. Mm, Speaking of beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of segues. How's this for a segue? We're gonna keep going. All right, cool. Place, place, place. And I don't know what to do. Getting edited out for sure. And I'll never be with you. Great. Anyway, what was I did harmony? Uh, show your secrets. Show your secrets. So we have a segment. Yes, and it's called. Showgirl secrets. You know what my secret? We've already talked about it. Secrets. Sorry, I interrupted the intro. Sorry, it's a really important introduction. uh, Should we do it again? Yeah, do it. Yeah, right. Showgirl secrets. Sorry, am I interrupting it again? Is that what I've done? (laughs) (laughs) I fucked it up again. Sorry, guys. That's probably my favorite moment that's ever happened. (laughs) Oh my god, this is why I love you. Showgirl secrets. Yes. Okay. Good. I I was well. My showgirl secret. I was going to say was was be nice to everyone Mm. because. That's kind of what I learned, like, because I mean, it's 
you you have to be you have to be nice but apart from that showgirl secrets um always have a spare pair of tights uh-huh um never assume that shoes that are slightly too tight are going to be wearable on stage because they're not. not they're the ones that you don't do no no but you might think oh no they're just a little bit tight they'll be fine no they will cripple you you wear them at home for at least two weeks you stretch the Heck out of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the hair dryer down. Oh, there. oh yeah. Mm. yeah. You get that like sweaty feet. Always actually yeah. put on a pair of socks with your heels. Yeah. When you yeah. first get them. Yeah. Break that motherfucker in. Yeah. I had to buy roller skates for a gig because I was a roller skating Christmas, Christmas bauble. bauble. You know how I feel <laughs> about this. Yeah, that was it's my favorite thing you ever oh, did. It's God. literally my favorite thing I've ever ever seen her do. <laughs> Apart from being paid obscene amounts of money to sing the national anthem oh, yeah. the Royal Melbourne that. show. Yeah. Yeah. For 40... 42 seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. $42. $500. There you go. Uh, and, so. <laughs> and yeah, I bought these because basically the skates that they provided me were way too big and I was like had to like put like That's I've got the tiniest feet ever. Children's you have small children feet. Yeah. This is a fun You're fact. A walking I had like when we went to uni I had the biggest head out of everyone in the entire course yep. and the smallest feet out of everyone in the entire How do you course. Not just fall over. Including the boys. This is why I'm so bad at dancing. I'm oh, just like a fucking brat's doll. I'm like a spinning top. <laughs> You're but upside just down. like you are, yeah, it's yeah, just right. fucked. It. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so I bought these. Like they provided me with skates, but they were too big. I had to put a like ball of socks in there. So they, I was like, oh, buy these other skates online. Like they look like they're fine. They were too small for me. So I was like, fuck, they must be children's size, right? Because I'm on the cusp always of mm. children's size. They were also size. like purple glitter wheels. Like they were so cool. Oh, pink. Were Wait, so- what color were they? They were like pink or purple glitter. I can't even yeah. remember. But basically. They were definitely children's skates. 100%. <laughs> but I was like, they're so pretty and everything's so retro. <laughs> I could make it work. And so I had like exactly what you said. Like I had two pairs of socks oh, on. Yeah. Yep. I had the hairdryer. Like Kev had one hairdryer and one. And I yep. had one hairdryer on the other. And I was like, they're just fucking hurting me like so much. And I had to like roller skate. And by roller skate, I mean awkwardly waddle around and hold <laughs> walls and like pretend that I wasn't dying. And like in these fucking skates that were so small for me and I was just like oh, oh like was I, this in the bubble in the bubble in the bubble and so I thought I was meant to like so the good. location was this shopping centre and so we got there and I was like great shopping centres are fine you know like there's tiles you can't go that fast you can't go that fast there's, there's people go. around yeah, but like the whole strip of shops have all pitched in for you to be a fucking roller skating Christmas bobble. So you have to like roller skate up and down the sidewalk of like this little like like alleyway of shops. And like of course all of the footpath was like broken. There was like driveways, there was like cars coming out of car parks, like and I was just like Ugh! like just I literally was like on my front on like the stoppers, on which the stoppers, is really good for walk, tight shoes. Walking just fucking on my toes. stalk walking around. Yep. <laughs> As a bobble. Dun-dun. I was like, Hi children. <laughs> I'm also a Tim Burton what, film. What oh. nobody can see, dear audience, is that they're both miming walking on the stoppers staring at each other. It's a shame this isn't filmed. Yeah, you have to imagine them doing was, that. I feel like everyone's seen us do that. Actually. To be fair, <laughs> to yeah, be fair. to yeah. be fair. So that was, yeah, that's that. That is a good showgirl secret to not wear. Yeah, just never assume that, that they're going to be fine. They're not going to be. Don't fine. underestimate the power of a good bra. Yeah, and never think you're too fat to be sexy. Yeah, my showgirl secret doesn't exist. No. It's just yeah. not a thing. No, no, fuck yeah, it's not a thing. Sexy is a state of mind. Do you know what? I always tell people this when I'm teaching burlesque and, uh, you know, everyone teaches in their own way. Great. But that's <laughs> always a thing that I 
say to students, I'm like, when you try to do a sexy move or you try mm. to look sexy or you are really trying to give sex appeal, that's when you look your most fucking awkward. Always. One thousand percent. You don't have to try and be sexy. You don't go home to your partner, whoever that might be, partners, and go, look at my leg. I'm going to run my fingers up my that leg. That was the... And for 16 counts. <laughs> and the next leg. Go, go. Oh, my God. Go. You should see You this. just don't do that. No, you just don't no. do that. Just You're do just like, it. Look at my butt. Uh, Belle, thanks yes. so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, hey. it's my pleasure. Thank you it's for having me. It's so good to have this, it like, professional music theatre audition side. Like, <laughs> everyone else we've had is, like, or I mean, not, like, not the way that I said it. that. No, it. I did cook no, it, didn't I? It. No, I was just saying. Tash that. doesn't value anyone else oh we've God, had on this podcast. All of you remember how she was I like friends? Your, oh my god! She was fibbing I really quick. Myself before I started saying it, so I could have just not and kept going. She was no, I'm just saying that we've had a very like independent, like you know, upstart, like that kind of like vibe of performers, and so it's just like really cool to like check in with like you know the stuff that you're doing, like going to uni and like getting learned and like going through audition things and you know being on TV Never and that too kind young of thing. To fucking like, learn a thing. Fucking oath and please yeah. go and learn more. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went and to teach a swing people. dance class. Teach on people Tuesday. like you guys are teaching people. Absolutely. It's really important to pass on what you know. Pass it along because otherwise, no, it's dead. Otherwise, why would it? Why do you want it to stay with you? There's it's no weird. secrets. Why you know what I mean? I, I feel. I feel really like I'm, I know. I know you said goodbye already, but whatever. Um, but like people that hoard their industry knowledge, people that hoard their contacts or their 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 their, their skills. No, they're not my people. Yeah, like tell people you know help people out talk to people it's so important when you see someone who wants to learn a thing and you can teach them a thing teach them the thing yeah even if they're they don't understand how important it is to learn the thing yet even if they're slightly ungrateful or if they're they don't react the the way you want just teach them the thing like what good is the knowledge to you you already have it like exactly they don't have to love that knowledge they don't have to love that piece of information they could be like i don't give a fuck yeah yeah but you that's fine you've passed it Mm -hmm. help people help people help people all right i'm gonna wrap this up bill thank you i love you let's go have a cigarette on the balcony let's go have a good time yeah yeah thank you so much for coming in though honestly super appreciate it it was stunned it was so stunned thank you my love thank you we love you love you Bye. bye Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Friends with Benefits. We hope you enjoyed hanging out with us and our friend Belinda Hannah-Reed. Go and check her out online. Go and hire her for your musical TV show or just hire her as your singing teacher. She's really bloody good. Uh, In the meantime, please like, subscribe, tell your friends all about this podcast. Apparently, people are listening and we're so super excited about it. In the meantime, I hope you keep yourself well and we'll see you all on the internet. 